Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. Oh, I win. Google me. We're not hosting an intergalactic kegger down here. College football! Oh, baby, I love when you can talk college football the second week of January. Or February. What month is this? February? Whatever it is. Dude. Next month, March. Yeah. We, we have had several discussions about this, just to pull back the curtain behind the scenes. Some of the feedback we've gotten around here is that there, there's an appetite for college football, a stronger appetite for college football in our listening base. So well, we're here to give it to you. There, there should be, and I'll tell you one of the reasons why. A large part of our listening base is probably fans of the Texas Longhorns. Mm-hmm. I would assume so. Mm-hmm. I know these two guys here are fake Longhorn fans. Peyton is is a Red Raider fan as well. He likes them both. Um, But Texas... Don't do that. I just did guns down. (laughs) The over-under for win total this year is 10.5. is their over-under for wins this season. Too high to you? We're just about right. It's just about right. Uh, Tied with Georgia. Ohio State. Does that include? Does that include the when they give you those over interests? Does that include like going into the playoffs and everything like that, or is that just regular season? That no, it would be it would be going the playoffs because I, that, that counts. Like their their record this year was what fourteen and two. Okay, so that's not like a that's not a well then shoot. Ohio State, Georgia, yeah, hit, give give me the over. I, I'd, have to, I'd have to check on that one. Um I'm going to check on that. Let me look it up. Well, while you look that up, I'll say this. I know everybody's excited. Peyton, you were excited. Quinn, you were, was coming back to Texas. You don't think Arch is ready here yet? No, not ready. I saw I, spring ball. I just, I'm so, I'm a naturally impatient individual, and I'm ready for the Arch, Arch era to begin. I, I got too excited at the end of the season. We got to see him come out for a couple drives. We got to see that athleticism that escaped both Eli and Peyton. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I'm just, I'm too hyped for it. I, I'm ready to just say, Quinn, all right, you, you can you can move on to the NFL now. But I, I recognize 
in all likelihood, Quinn probably gives you a better chance to win next year. It's just I, I'm, I'm impatient and I want the RC. But by the way, mentioning the the Manning running ability, you have all morning been marveling looking back at the career of Peyton Manning. And like yeah, Brady. We were talking, we were looking at Brady and Manning stats. Just as like, holy cow, their QBR was what without running? Yeah, because Brady had one in 07. It was 87. Yeah, which is absurd. Great. There are guys every year who don't get 87 in a game. Yes, good, and good players. He does the entire season in 87 without running the ball. And Peyton always just really high. And you you noticed he's you know Pat Mahomes. He's never going to measure up to those two. Not from that number. His QBR would never come close to it. It's no. it's crazy. Like those two, even with running, even with running. So Longhorns among the favorites. I love it. I love to see it. Uh, them Georgia both ten and a half in the SEC. Bam at nine and a half. Um, I didn't see anybody in the ACC have that. You can see your uh, your Oregon will have something like that. Um, and then you know, but seriously, like they they are going to be. Uh, the favorite or among the favorites. Michigan didn't have that much. It wasn't as high. How do you grade Sark two years into this now? Made a Final Four, man. Like, it's hard to give him anything but a, but an A, right? Are you surprised he's had that success given his previous stops? I mean, he had yes. always been a great recruiter, a great coordinator, but it just had not worked out as a head coach. I'm surprised. Uh, he, I mean, look, I give him credit. I mean, guy could get his life in order yeah. at times. Um, but he has absolutely uh, done well, and it's no surprise he's got himself an NFL quarterback, and then he'll have one in Arch too. He um, he, get, I was not a fan of the hire at the time. Like I mean, I knew he'd yeah. be a good recruiter. I knew he could do, you know, good stuff with the offense. But I was not a fan of, of him running a program. And then I heard he went on G Bag, and G Bag did a great job with that interview. But hearing him lay out his vision for Texas and why things were going to be different and why things were different for him as a human, I I immediately bought in because of that. And so, in all honesty, you could say I bought into Steve Sarkeesian because of Gavin Dawson and the G-Bag Nation. Yeah, I, I, I was not a huge fan of the hire either. Um, I thought there was other routes they could have gone. But then they get turned down by a couple too and then they kind of settled on him. I remember right, I have to go back and look. I, I mean, they, they obviously had their Hail Mary wishes, but I mean, Sark had kind of quickly became the guy that they focused yeah, on i know they they maybe wanted urban meyer um and but the jaguars got him the jags got him and they obviously they wanted saban lincoln riley was what he was not gonna leave he was not gonna leave at the time <laughs> but you know who knows but they they've done they've done well sark i think is a uh is a pretty darn good coach or good fit i should say there especially with the quarterbacks that he's getting uh let's move on to joe paterno oh i think <laughs> we're gonna disagree on this one by the way okay now the board of trustees, or some trustees, are mounting a push to name the football stadium, Beaver Stadium, after Joe Paterno. And obviously, there's a little bit of a pushback coming from this. Now, the group is attempting to increase his footprint in State College. The outlet Spotlight PA reports two meetings were held in January to discuss renaming the school's football stadium after him. They do have a fairly complicated relationship with the coach. You don't say. They have a fellowship endowed in his honor. And the library on campus is currently named after him and his wife. So they're not against naming things and keeping things named Joe Paterno. But did they not remove the statue of him? Yes. They did remove a statue. 
And there's still a lot of questions about exactly what Joe was. He was never charged with anything. Now, there's there's evidence that he was aware of the accusations, and he did report some of the claims to Penn State, but not to police. Um, one victim claims he was ignored when he spoke with Joe back in 1976. Uh, so, again, that relationship is currently fairly complicated, but some of these trustees, when their names not been released, they do want to name the stadium after Joe Pop. I had no idea, by the way. Did you know there is a, it is a small minority, but did you know there is a strong, small minority group of alumni at Penn State that are pushing that it was a total conspiracy that Sandusky was basically set up and that he never did anything wrong. So there's a group of people there. No, I would not be surprised knowing that there no. are Sandusky truthers in that group. It doesn't surprise me that some people would then say Paterno did nothing when he was obviously more removed from the allegations than Sandusky was, but you can't name it. Like, like I understand the library is named after him. Maybe you don't want to change things. I still think that that's wrong, but you can't name anything else after it. We're not going to name, you're not going to go down to Waco and walk into Art Brile Stadium. <laughs> yeah. you, 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 yeah. can't, you, you can't go into Cosby Field at Temple. Like this is, you, 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 Cos- oh, you, you can't do these things. And this is one of those where it's like, absolutely not. Now, now you think this is fine. No, I don't or, think it's- Or not fine, but just do whatever you're going to do. Don't like, worry about the blowback. Okay, so here, here's my take. Like you're a college- you know your fan base. Your number one, your number one. I don't want to say priority, but know the pulse of your fan base. If your fan base wants this, that to me trumps national outrage. If your fan base wants this, that said, there are certain things that your fan base might want that is inappropriate, and you, as the leader of the university or whatever, can't do. Right, if your fan base doesn't want a certain coach, uh, just because your fan base doesn't want that, you have to be the adult in the room and tell them, "No, we're going to do it this way because this is right. Mm-hmm. This is what's right." So, while I understand, like that's what Penn State's situation might be looking at it from that that standpoint, that doesn't make it the thing they should do. What I do believe, though, is I don't necessarily like. I I've always. I've always been a lead at this. I'm one of the best at separating person from craft. Like, you're not, you wouldn't, like, I, I, I don't, I would not necessarily name something after Bill Cosby, <laughs> but I have no problem watching the Cosby show. And I don't think badly of myself or Bill Cosby when I watch it, because I watch Bill Cosby, the actor, and Bill Cosby, the actor, is not Bill Cosby, the rapist. There's two different things there. So... Here's my issue specifically, Cosby aside. Yeah. Let's just attack the question of Paterno and Bryles. Those guys, so much of a college football program is built around the cult of personality of the head coach. Very true. And no, so right. to me, you're I right. don't think at the college football head coaching level, you can separate person from person from, you know, actions or, or, or job or profession or, or, or what they do. Uh, some of the feedback on the truckwreck.com fan text. Uh, 469 says, uh, release the board mem- member names, vote and put your name on it. I will say that. There shouldn't, if you think this, if you think this is the push, you need to be out there out front putting I your agree. name on it. I saying agree. that this put is what you want to do. Put your name on it. Uh, 214, uh, Bryles was actually found not guilty of any wrongdoing in court. Well, that's kind of my point here. Like, Paterno was never tried Paterno, with anything yeah. either. 
and so it's actually a pretty apples to apples comparison to me is Paterno and Bryles. And I wouldn't name anything after Bryles either. Now, obviously, Paterno's on the field legacy is stronger than what Bryles was. But to me, you you absolutely cannot name anything ever again at that university after Paterno, after the way everything went. You can't do it. It's too much of a black eye. It is. It is definitely a black eye. Uh, I'm not going to argue with that at all. Um, you know, I, I look at it like if, if you're okay, if you're against this at Penn State, then you also need to take his name off the library. Sure. Now, are you having his name in the library because it's not as public and nobody knows? Like, I didn't know the library was named after him until I saw the article. Like, if, if you're if you're so against Joe Pa's name being on the stadium, then take it off the library. And if you're okay with it being on the library, then I don't know what the difference is on being on the stadium. 817, future rec- recruiting would be destroyed if Penn State does this. Do you think it would have an, a recruiting pa- impact? I do. I think it would matter with parents. It would matter with parents. I think the issue with recruiting, though, is today is like, you know, where's the money? Like, if there's enough money that, you know, like, if that's – if nobody is offering you a million dollars a year as a player and Penn State is, you might go. You might go. You might not. But I, I think that – I think recruiting would would be impacted from the parental side of it, but – if they're paying you the, no, the enough money, I don't know what their NIL is like. They might lose NIL money if they mm-hmm. do this. That's what you got to look at if you're if you're Penn State. Uh, okay. And to Bo Jackson, the video game. Let's do the video game. We're playing the NCAA 2008 football video game music right now. That's what the. Oh uh, yeah, it is. Turn it up, Peyton. This is the the new Kegger music we replaced. Is actually the like menu music from NCAA 2008. Oh Good baby! Stuff. All right, it is official. EA Sports confirms, confirms NCAA Football 25 will be released this summer. I have just been named head coach of Coastal Carolina. <laughs> I am taking them to the championship, baby. My last uh, my last game, I took UConn to the title. Uh, then I got upgrade. I went to Akron after that. Can't wait for this, boys and girls. Cannot wait. Do not bother me. When this game rolls around, don't call, don't text. I I don't know where Sean's getting an email from for me <laughs> the moment this game comes out. Because I'll be I'll be hunkered down. Sarah, I'm sorry. I don't know what. Dude, find somebody else to hang out with at night. It's not gonna be me. Or get her into the game. Get, yeah. get her into the game. Okay. Yeah. Play yeah. yeah, take that Ed O'Bannon and your lawsuit yeah. trying to just kill college sports video games i am so pumped for this yeah it's cool I, I haven't bought a new like video game in probably three years something like that it's been a while there's just nothing that i've wanted i will buy this i i my favorite game growing up was actually the uh the ncaa college basketball 041 the one with mellow on the front mm-hmm. loved that i loved always like taking a program like one that was kind of like mid and building yeah. them up and doing the recruit and everything else i am so pumped for this one cannot wait this will be. I, you're, you're, I'm going to be just like you. I will disappear into this. I will. I will not be seen for a week when this game comes out, man. And I, and I wonder, like, they're obviously going to have to have transfer portal and NIL in this. Are you, you going to recruit your own players? Uh, that are I already wonder, there? Yeah. Like, are they going to put like guys in in, in portals and? Yeah. Are they gonna, oh, this if g- you do I, like a dynasty mode, I'm sure you could do it. Go through the whole process. So excited oh, for this. That's gonna be great. Gonna yeah. be great. I'm gonna kick your ass when this game comes out, Chop. Oh, you think so? Oh hell yeah! You think oh, so? Oh hell, hook them. Yes, that would be fun. Oh, we're gonna live stream it. We're gonna start our own uh, our own Twitch stream where we just play each other at 
NCAA football 25 all day. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to be Nebraska and I'm going to bring back the triple option. And I'm going to oh. wipe the floor with him. <laughs> I'm going to revive SMU. What's the death penalty? I I'm, I'm going to bring that I mean they kind of brought it back already, but I'm going to I'm going to carry them to a national title. That's what I'm going to do. Eric Crouch, baby. I am going to bring <laughs> back Nebraska triple option floor wiped with Bobby Belt. Just you watch out. Watch out when I start uh, dropping bombs to Peter Warwick over your head. That's what's coming. You think that's what's coming? Oh, yeah. Florida All State, right. FSU, going to bring the Knolls back. The old school Knolls, not the not the law-abiding Seminoles that are out there now. We're, we're, we're going to get the, the real old school crime Florida State team back. Yeah. That's what I'm going to build. Oh, man. Okay. All right. So there you go. NCAA Football 25 coming back, and it is officially going to be released this summer. Can not wait. Tony Romo embroiled in more controversy. And Micah Parsons does not want you showing up to the airport nope. with a helmet. It's all next on Sean and RJ on 105 Through the Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coming up in 38 minutes from now. 37 minutes and 45 seconds. To be exact. To be exact. The great Dave Campo. And he is great. Former Cowboys head coach. Uh, will join the show. Talk a little bit about Mike Zimmer. As the Cowboys' new, again, defensive coordinator. Not new. Old. Old new. Old new defensive yeah. coordinator. Yeah. What, what's what's old is now new again. Yes, absolutely. It's Sean and RJ. I want to fire through the fan. Sean's out. Uh, myself and Bobby are here. Peyton and Ryan alongside. Start with Romo or start with Micah? Oh, uh, let's let let's start with Tony. Romo first. Tony, <laughs> uh, let's let Caliendo decide. Tony, it is. <laughs> Charlie Weiss has had it with Tony Romo. He was uh, boy, this is they are piling on, man. These stories keep coming out every single day about Tony and um, uh, the well, basically the the end of the game. He's become. To me, he has become Nickelback, where it's like, yeah, was he a, a little overrated for there for a while? Yeah, but the 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 amount of hate being heaped on to Tony Romo and Nickelback has now made them underrated. I agree with the hate on Nickelback in general. Um, 
But you know, the hand on Tony is like, look, I don't think Tony's the best, but I think he's, I mean, he's fine. He's not my favorite. I like Greg Olson. I think Greg Olson's easily the best. But he's not worthy of the constant stream of like articles being written about like what an idiot and what he knows yeah. nothing and when and listen how excited he gets right. loser that that's become hey, honestly his announcing re- career has started to reflect his playing career where everybody loved him at the beginning and then everybody just started <laughs> dumping on him for no reason yeah you're right what is what is he what is what is more worthy the hate he's receiving or the contract he's receiving oh He's paid a lot. <laughs> what is it? It's seventeen million. Isn't it like a, it's seventeen or eighteen? Yeah. It's like a million a game. Uh, yeah, I mean, he did get the Rugnetto door deal where they were paying for what they thought was going to be a superstar. Yeah, uh, and, and there's been some hate, but but the dude, he does a good job. I don't think he's great, but he's he's good. He's 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 a good color analyst. He says things that are interesting to me. Does he get worked up? Yeah. Is it is it is it annoying sometimes? A little, but overall, I think he is a good color commentator and certainly not worthy of all this that uh, everyone keeps dumping on him, including Charlie Weiss. Yeah, so here's Charlie Weiss on a podcast uh, talking about Tony Romo and the the end and how the end of the Super Bowl happened. Charlie Weiss, remember, former Tom Brady offensive coordinator. Tom Breda. Notre Dame head coach. Uh, this is Charlie Weiss. Everyone's talking about Kansas City's defense. I think Spagnuolo called a great game. But San Francisco's defense showed up for that game, too. Yeah, no I one's mean, saying they didn't. And I think they talked no, about Steve Wilkes on the telecast a lot last night. Yeah, I wasn't listening to those guys because they they, they, they really turned me off, I have to tell you. I'd rather <laughs> – they do. They turn me off. I mean, I listened at the end of the game, and I listened to, to, to Tony Romo ruin the moment. Just shut up. And let us savor the moment. Just be quiet. Nance had already said jackpot. You know, like the, he had already said that's the, that should have been the end of the co- conversion. I don't need to hear your analysis of what just happened. I just watched it. I want to watch the moment. I want to enjoy the moment. As a sports fan, okay, we uh, please, please, just let us enjoy the moment. <laughs> it's different than Mitch Holt. You know, Mitch on radio having to describe the moment because you're not seeing it. We're watching it. Let us watch it. All right. There's Charlie Weiss talking about the end of the game there. Um, quick turnaround, by the way, on that uh, audio clip from Charlie Weiss's team. They record, obviously recorded this on Monday. They released it on, like, Thursday. Yeah. Very well, quick turnaround there. Great timing there, <laughs> there, Charlie. You know what's interesting is for as worked up as coaches get, about how you you criticize their job coaching and they're like you you don't understand yeah. our job with it that boy he's pretty quick to just like be an expert on on how a broadcast should go and like let the moment breathe as a broadcasting yeah. expert myself charlie weiss know your role romo all right so let's take a listen to it this is the final call uh of of the of the super bowl and nance makes the call and I, never, I, I had to go back because I, I didn't pay attention to this when it first happened. I, I didn't think to myself, oh, man, Romo didn't shut up. I didn't remember a problem. I didn't remember a problem. Let's take a listen and see if Charlie Weiss is onto something. You move to the second quarter. That's right. Because I can only see people out there being like, what's going on? First and goal. Mahomes flings it. It's there. Hartman. Jackpot. Kansas City. And this was the Andy Reid special. 
This was the Andy Reid special we talked about. He was saving all day. He's going to fake a motion to go across. And at that moment, he turns and goes back. Hartman, who they didn't have, right? And they go get Hartman and bring him back. And the game-winning drive of Mahomes' career. He's been waiting for his one Super Bowls, but he's never had it in an overtime. He is the best. He is the standard. When Michael Jordan wins it again. All right, I changed my mind. I agree with Charlie Wise. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> okay, to, to a point, I agree with Charlie Wise. He let it breathe. He he let it breathe for, what, three seconds? All right, let's, let's play it again. And I want I want, to, I want to take, I want to count. As from the moment Nance says the jackpot, he stops talking. How long Romo lets it breathe for? Bobby's got his, uh, his, his timer ready to go. Here I'm we ready. go, Peyton. Play it again. First and goal. Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! And this was the Andy Reid special. Two and a half? Two and a half. All right, so I had Peyton pull this. I wanted just to get a reference here. <laughs> I don't I didn't listen to this. I I I I my memory serves me right. There was a long pause. Let's go back to 1980. Miracle on Ice. Ah, yes, Al Michaels. Al Michaels, Ken Dryden. Let's see how long it is before Ken Dryden says something. I think this is like four minutes. After yes? After do you believe in miracles? Yes. Is that when I'm starting the timer? Uh, I think Ken says like unbelievable like as, as Michael says yes. Gotcha. And I think, okay, let's play it. That's it. No. <laughs> yeah, I, f- I faded it out. I didn't know where we were going with it, so I faded it out. But uh... <laughs> do you know the point of the segment? <laughs> well, that had gone at least nine seconds, Chop. Here's what I'll say. I think it went like two minutes. Here, here's here's it what was I'll say. two minutes. Let it go. Did it really go two minutes? At least, yeah. Let it go. Romo should have let it. Romo, the game's over. You don't need to launch into instant analysis. Okay. Let it go. Maybe fifteen to twenty seconds before you start breaking the play down. That I, I I do agree that he was a little quick. Maybe should have let it breathe a little bit. But ultimately, I still think Charlie Weiss is being petty. I didn't notice it as a problem until it was my attention was drawn to it. And then it's like, ah, maybe let it breathe yeah. a little. But I still think this is Charlie Weiss being petty. It feels like he has something against Romo. Yeah. I got I, the whole thing if you want it here. I got it. No, it's wanna, it's uh, uh, just play just pick it up from the very where it says, Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Then just then play from there. Cause go ahead, play it. Yeah, so I think this is going to go on for quite a while. It looks like it probably does. And so... They just keep playing it like a little bit under. Yeah, a little bit louder, a little louder, a little louder, a little louder. <laughs> there you go. We'll just talk over it. Because this appears like it's going to go on for quite a bit. It does. <laughs> now, maybe the execs at CBS are telling Romo, hey, we don't want dead air anymore. We don't want... Keep it going. Keep it going. This is also con- this is also as a country, though. Like, this is yeah. a country victory. Well, this is the Super Bowl. We don't want, uh, you know, we don't want, like... Um, a lot of dead air. Sure. You know, Pat Summerall did, uh, He would, his call was Aikman. Touchdown. Yeah. And that's it. Like, very man of men, a few words. Now, 
when still going. <laughs> when the Patriots won the Super Bowl in overtime against the Falcons, I think that okay. Well, that was at least fifty-three seconds. I yeah, the think. Cup ended. I think that so they never talk at the end of it. I think when the Patriots won the Super Bowl, the Falcons, I seem to remember they called the touchdown call to James White, and then I think they let it go for a good twenty seconds. I think. But either way, we're getting some feedback here on the truckwreck.com fan text. Uh, 214, this is Petty Nitpicky S. Romo was fine. Uh, 817, you know why no one notices Romo in the moment is because as the play happened, everyone was either cheering or jeering in the moment. Yeah. So nobody figured it out because they, were, they weren't even paying attention to what that call was. Uh, 817, do y'all think they told Romo to let it breathe before the game? Probably not. I'm guessing they didn't. I don't know, and I wonder if that's like the new way that they're, that they're wanting them to do these games is they don't want you to let it breathe. Um, I don't know why they would do that. Maybe maybe that is the case, though. Like, I, I didn't have a major problem with how he announced the game. I, I, don't, I don't think he did anything wrong. He, did he talk a little bit too much? Yeah, sure. But, again, I, I, why, what, that fan text is absolutely right. In the moment, I didn't notice it because everybody that you were with was going, Oh, my God! Oh! Oh, my God! Oh, what happened? I think I turned the TV off. It's like, guacamole still green. Like, that's what everybody <laughs> was saying right in that moment. Uh, this is a, and this is a good point here. Uh, eight one seven. Didn't they immediately show a replay? Of course, he's going to go into analysis. It's not like the the video was letting it breathe. They weren't showing them celebrating. They did cut to a replay. Eventually, they did. Uh, if you watch, if you go back and watch, they were not on a replay just yet. Um, they were showing a lot of the reaction of the players immediately, not necessarily the play. They were doing they were doing the play too, but not not. They were doing a lot of stuff. They did like four different things that time. Look, I think it's a feel thing, right? Like, like, there are some moments where you let it breathe, you let it go. Uh, I think D. Gordon was that way. You remember after the uh, Jose Fernandez death, when D. Gordon comes back the next day and he hits that leadoff home run, I think they called the home run and then they were silent with him running the bases and the crowd going wild. And stuff. I, I believe that was the case. There are times where the, the silent call is the one. Then there are other times where mm-hmm. I think you do need to drop in the analysis. You need to stop talking or start talking. So I think it's a feel thing in the moment. And it's easy to look back on it and have 2020 vision in retrospect yeah. and say, oh, no, he should have done this or he should have done that. It, it's just you got to have a, a feel for the moment. Was it the right call? Should he have talked that quickly? I don't know. Maybe not. I'll tell you what's the wrong call. Being so petty if you're Charlie yeah. Weiss to turn this into some giant topic to crush the guy when he takes more than enough heat. Like I said, he's become his career as a broadcaster has started to mirror his career in the NFL, which is everybody loving him at first and then everybody hating on him to an unreal extent to the point that he becomes pretty underrated. So that, that's kind of my take on it. Weiss said at the end of this, I would rather go to the bathroom and throw up. That's they listen to Rome, so huh? much. It's a bit much, man. Why? That seems a bit much to me. I don't know. That just seems uh, a little aggressive. Like, like Charlie was like, Kirk Gowdy would have let it breathe. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, I guess we'll do Micah here um, a little bit later on. Yeah. We, 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 can, we can group that in here to below the belt if you like. Let's do it. Micah Parsons in below the belt. Next in the fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The great Bobby Belt. You ruined the morning show. Don't make me take off my belt. Don't make me no, take no, off my belt. We're not. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. RJ Choppy is out. Out on Sam Hartman, the Notre Dame mm. quarterback. Oh, really? You, you, you're going to have to hear oh, baby. RJ Choppy's analysis here in just a moment. Here in Below the Belt. Brought to you by Johnson Fitness and Wellness Home Fitness Equipment Stores. Yeah, Chop. You uh, you were troubled. Now, now you were excited when you saw Sam Hartman on Radio Row, guys. I've never seen this man so nervous in his life. Yeah, I uh, look. He's my man crush. I, I've I've had a thing for him. I thought he looked a little bit better when he had the thicker beard, more like the brawny man. Um, I thought he just looked Marlboro Man kind of thing. He had a, a better look to him, but you know, he he went with a um, a much thinner beard. Now it's not as thick. It's very, very, very tight. Probably went with a one. Long, flowy hair. He's got the long, flowy hair. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's combine season, man. So he's he's not as bulked up necessarily. He wants to be shredzy. Mm-hmm. Okay, he wanted to be shredded, and uh, I think that the, the the thicker beard makes him look a little bit bigger. So he went with the more streamlined, you know, sharp jawline cut look. I posted the photo with him. Oh, look, he's my man crush. He just is. It's I'm a big fan. It's funny. I told Kristen, I was like, Choppy was so excited to see Sam Hartman on Radio Row. He was, he was like following him around. He's like, get a picture for me, get a picture. For me. And she's like, who is he? Why, why does he care? Why does he want a picture? And I was like, because he's really attractive. And she was like, why would he want? And I was like, hold on, I'll pull up the picture. And I pulled up the picture and I showed him. And she went, oh, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course you get it. Listen, he's a, he's he's a uh, he's a good looking man. He he's just is. And I'm giddy that I got to beat Sam. I got to beat uh, Ron Slay. Great Tennessee volunteer basketball player back when I was there. Jamal Lewis, great Tennessee running back when I was there. Uh, we met a lot of good people out there. But now you look back on that meeting with Sam Hartman. And now and, I regret it. And you regret it because, Ryan, you have the photo up here. Choppy during one of the breaks sees this photo of Sam Hartman working out. And 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 I'll, I'll describe this for our radio audience. Uh, he's in some, some gray hoochie daddy shorts. He's got the hoochie daddies uh-huh. showing off the incredible quads. Uh, he's got a, what is that? Like a, a, a black beanie on, right? Like, like one of those beanies yeah. we handed out at the firehouse tour. Uh, and then he's got what RJ Choppy described as, uh, I believe a brazier sports bra. He's wearing a sports bra. <laughs> it's like the Kyler Murray one we'd seen. Now what this actually is, is it's a GPS tracker. It's giving them data. He's wearing that over that. So it's not exactly a sports bra, but you're still out on the optics of this. Yeah, I see. Okay, soccer players wear these under their under their jerseys. If soccer players wear them under their jerseys, I'm out on them. Okay, can they not make it to where it's a little bit longer? It's a compression tank all the way down. Make it you, you make it the Zeke length or just around your navel. Fine. Does it have to resemble a sports bra? Does any guy actually want to wear that? Or like the uh, make it like the old To skin suits he used to wear? Yeah, One yeah. Of those make it like that. Something something that's not a sports bra. But why am I out on this? Sarah sent me this, and she's like, check, oh. out, check out Daddy over here. Oh, no. Okay, so I see what this is now. You you left out that piece of information. What this is then is this is Sarah in a little jelly. And I, and I said to her, I said, listen, 
He's three weeks ahead away from his the, 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 the NFL combine. He's a 24-year-old professional athlete. He better be shredded. Yeah. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with, you know, I'm not impressed with abs three weeks before your biggest job interview when you're a professional athlete and you're 185 pounds. Well, Zeke at 220 with abs. That was impressive. That, this, this is a little disappointing for Chop. He'll have to find somebody else now. We'll go through the, the we'll go through the prospect list. Yeah. Uh, I'll go through the NFL draft prospects. You can find one that you that, that you. I'm sorry. He's just so good looking. I'll play, I'll play Cupid for you. He is uh. so attractive. Like <laughs> I can't. Micah Parsons is in some serious hot water, and I, I'm I'm excited to talk about this because I I I, I'm, I don't think we've. I've heard feedback from you off the air yet, so I genuinely have no idea which way you're going to fall down on this, but there's a lot of split opinions. So yesterday, Micah Parsons posts a photo of a woman standing in an airport holding a Cowboys helmet, and he goes, the fact it was eight grown men waiting outside of my gate with many helmets and pictures when I got off my plane is insane. I hope y'all realize sometimes how much athletes got to hold back. This lady is currently following me. A few minutes later, he follows up with another picture of the woman and somebody else holding a Micah Parsons jersey. And he goes, this woman and these kids followed me to my luggage now. Is there any type of self-respect and dignity anymore? He got crushed for this. Really? Crushed. I mean, there's a handful of people who go, wow, no human decency, no respect anymore. And I definitely want to hear from the truckark.com fan text on this. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. Let us know your thoughts on this particular subject. But Micah was getting killed for, dude, comes with the territory. Like, this is, it, it, you are famous now. This is what happens to famous people. Micah followed up a few hours later. Felt the need to clarify he was getting so many responses to it. The first image had 942 replies to it, Chop, and another 300 quote tweets. The next image had 990 replies and another 300 quote tweets. So he got 2,400 replies to what he was complaining about. So he followed up. He said, for everyone saying I didn't decline, y'all don't think I declined and asked politely to be left alone? There were grown men who followed me and crowd to my car. At what point is too far? I'm confused. He says, in the end, I don't think there's been an athlete more for the fan than me. It's just a time and place for everything. Rushing me after I get off a flight is not the time, period. So, Chop, before we go to some of the takeaways from the truckhook.com fan text, I'm curious, your thoughts. Micah Parsons, right or wrong in this instance? There is a time and place. Like, I don't have a problem with a an athlete saying no to an autograph or a picture or anything like that. They're not under any obligation to sign these things. It'd be nice if they did. But if you're at dinner, like if I'm, if I, if I see an athlete at dinner and somebody could them and like interrupts their dinner with their family, it's like, what are we doing here, man? Like, like let them have, let them have their life. Yes. It comes with the territory, <laughs> but just because they're an athlete and they're famous doesn't mean that they should not. And they're in the public eye. Just because that's all true doesn't mean that they should not be afforded some level of privacy with your family. So here's the only, and I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't disagree with you. I, I, I agree that it's a little nuts that if he's coming off of the flight and people are waiting in his gate, that's somebody being tipped off. That's an autograph collector. That's somebody hounding Yes, him. this I have a problem with, bigger problem with, because the, if you have helmets there, you're an adult. Like, I, like if you if, if it's a kid that comes up to you ask for an autograph, I don't care. Just sign the autograph with the kid. If it's an adult, they're trying to profit off you. Like, man, kick rocks. Now, to that point though, isn't there a little bit of okay, fine, you can feel that way and you want to reject it, but going on social media, taking the platform and complaining essentially about being famous, it's hard to find a, a an audience that'll give you a lot of sympathy. A little bit more off putting. 
And that's, that's a, yeah, that's, that's that's the problem. Now, here's some of what the truckhack.com fan text is having to say. Uh, Tolo Chase says, no, that's not fair. He's allowed to be annoyed and express his frustration any way he wants. Doesn't matter the amount of fame. Uh, 817 says, Micah needs to disappear. He's really showing he's a uh, bleep person. Uh, 817, he wants to be famous enough for people to listen to his podcast, yet he acts like this. Uh, 469, Micah can feel that. Don't post it. Is that where Micah aired? Yes. It's not necessarily the feelings or anything else. It's in the way that he chose to handle yeah. it publicly. Don't don't necessarily post this. This is not something that you want to have out there. You know, like, if you don't want to sign the autograph, don't sign the autograph. But you don't have to announce to the world that you're not signing the autograph or how bad your life is because you were asked to sign an autograph. Like, a lot, there's a lot of people out there that would love to be trading plates with Micah Parsons and, and you know, have people want their autograph, have people want their attention, their time. Just want to talk to them. Like, there's a lot of people that want their paycheck. Um, but there are certain times where, like, I like I don't care. I don't feel bad for autograph collectors standing outside of a gate and Micah telling them no. Like, if you're a kid, that's one thing. If you're an autograph collector just trying to make money off of Micah Parsons, like, man, I, that's part of the gig, dude. You've got to, you've got to recognize that sometimes they're going to say no to you, and if you have a problem with it, it's, like, tough. Dude, this is this is this feels about 60-40 anti-Micah in this instance on the truckwreck.com fantex. 214. Parsons is a strange guy. I don't want to dislike him, but he's making it hard. Mm. Uh 617 says he's right and wrong. Chance encounters with famous people are fine, but to chase people around with merchandise to sign is stalkerish. Uh let's see here. 817. Dude, Micah is a problem. His ego is only going to grow, and he's already borderline toxic. Peyton, where do you fall down on this uh this question? Peyton Fussell. You can't can't say that. Uh, I have no problem with someone asking for an autograph. I have no problem with it. it you know, it, it comes with the job. I get it. But like, sure, like RJ said, there's a time and place for it. You can go up and ask, but as soon as they say no or they're not in a position to sign an autograph, just back off. Just go away. An airport is not the place to ask for an autograph. If it's a kid and wants to come up and ask, okay, it's a kid. But like, again, I'm mm-hmm. with Micah here. You don't have to sign the autograph. You can now him going to social media and making it a huge deal. Yeah, I, I I might have a problem with that it shouldn't be a big deal because he's complaining about being famous basically all right let me ask you this is this different do you, did you see the bo jackson story i know you had it you set that up for us so explain so, the story to us this is the alabama south i'm sorry the auburn south carolina game the other night and bo was in the crowd bo obviously with auburn and he's got his little pom-pom he's cheering and this kid um not a kid he was, he was at least a college kid right he had a full beard uh probably 20 whatever you know, you could see him walk down the aisle to Bo's seat and ask for a photo. And Bo looks over at him and he goes, no, no. And he points to the floor and you could see him say, watch the game. I'm watching the game. I have a problem with that. Yeah. Okay. That I have a problem. All right. Let's hear it. Hear my take on it or were you going to an audio cut? There's an audio cut. Oh, I thought you were going to do an audio cut. Here's my problem with that. That's just somebody asking you for a picture really quick. That's not somebody looking to make any merchandise. That's somebody who wants to make a memory with a hero of theirs. That's a little... I understand if there's a time and place, but don't just like... It's it's so... I remember... I'll tell a story. Josh Hamilton, when I was a, a Rangers season ticket holder, well, we had gone... We used to go to batting practice, always get autographs. Hamilton was very difficult to get. You, I, I, yeah. He was never around signing things. If he did, it was always one baseball, and he'd go. So he was walking uh, at the old ballpark in front of the Rangers bullpen. And you know how they had that mm-hmm. separation where yep. you could walk in the outfield behind the walls? So uh, my sister was over there getting an autograph, and I just walked over to where she was watching her. And he was signing the ball for her, but he was very put out by it. She had seen him down there, asked him for one. He gave it to her. And uh, as I was just standing there, he, like, 
just looks up and goes like, do you want something signed or not? <laughs> I was like, dude, wow, no, I'm good. I was just, and it was like, I wasn't even wanting anything. I was just standing there. I was like, wow, this is Josh Hamilton's in here. And it, it, it kind of lashed out. It, it's, it's that kind of interaction that I think is now you're the disrespectful one. Somebody asking for a photo. If you want to tell them no, fine. But like, the the like no, I'm watching the game. Go away. I'm doing this. Thing. That's where I think Bo Jackson's wrong. Uh, yeah, I, I get it. Now, I get it from his perspective. It's like if I let this guy say yes to a photo, how many more people are going to start forming a line? And now I'm taking a picture with everybody at the game instead of just being able to watch the game. I get it. The kid probably could have asked him during a timeout, not during the play. Um, but yeah, like let's just say like he just practiced, snapped a quick selfie. Would anybody have really noticed? No. Probably right not. Behind, people, people paying attention to the game. So I, I'm guessing, I see what you're saying. And I'm guessing where he is, he's not accessible to everyone. Like, like what, he was courtside? No, I think he was about 10, 15. I mean, he looked like he was in the stands, like 10, 15 rows. You couldn't really tell. They did a close shot. I just, I look at it and I say, there, there's, it, it, it's, I know this is the the old phrase, but it is the, it costs nothing to be kind. That's true. Like just nothing. Like just don't be a jerk in the process. If you want to decline, just don't 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 be aggressive about it. That's how I look at it. Yep, I uh, I, I do agree. It it does cost nothing to be kind. Okay, here he is, the great Dave Campo, former Cowboys head coach, joins the show. Coming up next on 105.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.